You are listening to Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne is a weekly Sabbath morning broadcast where you will hear a message from the Lord. Join us now to get a true biblical perspective and reliable encouragement in the things of God. Good morning. Welcome to uh, Just Truth with uh, Apostle Dwayne. Um, or actually, welcome to Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne. It's uh, Saturday morning, uh, the Sabbath. And uh, usually I get this started right at nine, but I've been going through some uh, some warfare this morning. My microphone isn't working, so hopefully the audio is good. I'm going to have to talk a little louder because it's going to be coming from my um, from my computer instead of from the uh, my my microphone. Uh, for some reason, it's malfunctioning, and uh, I couldn't get it to work. So, uh, you know, um, that being said. So if the audio isn't that good uh, or not that clear, um, I apologize. Uh, I'm just going to sit a little closer and hopefully, um, you know, you can get the message. So this morning I was, you know, kind of going through and and it's and it's funny um, uh, the way, you know, God gives me these messages to talk about on Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne. And really, this has kind of been brewing over the last few days. And uh, and I noticed that's kind of what he does with me is that he'll, you know, kind of bring some stuff to head and, and just start to kind of like a drip feed, just start to drip it into me, uh, what he wants me to talk about. And so uh, this morning, what I'm what I'm going to be saying, or or the message is is called battle lines, and um, and I think it's going to be interesting for a lot of people. I can tell you that that I don't know that uh, you know. Okay, put it this way. I don't do this to be liked. I do it because God tells me to do it, and I just do it. But. I know with that comes a certain amount of um, of dislike, and and my job is not to try and add to that. I'm just the messenger, but I can tell you that after I deliver this message this morning, there's probably going to be a lot more people that don't like me than already did, or maybe if they didn't like me already, they're just not going to like me a little bit more, and and I'm fine with that. I just want you to know up front that that I don't have an agenda to be disliked. I'm just going to give you uh, the truth. And 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 the people who respect truth and and uh, and and love God and they want to hear from God, they want to hear truth. They'll be fine with what I have to say. They may not like it, but but they'll be fine with it. The rest of y'all, you know, um, I mean, it's just I'm just going to give you what I was told to say. OK, so. The message today is called Battle Lines. Battle Lines. Now, Battle Lines, if you think about it, this is Battle Lines is something that happens in warfare. You've got a line of one, one, this up to this point is my territory, and beyond that is someone else's. And so either I'm taking territory. In a battle, either I'm taking territory, going into your territory, or I'm losing territory, uh, and, and in which case you're coming into mine. And the the win the person who wins the battle or wins the war is the one who has the most decisive decisive victories, and they either kill the kill all the enemy or they beat them to a point where the enemy just gives up. But well, that's the goal of a battle. The goal of a battle is to win. Someone's going to win and someone is going to lose. And and that's just the way it is with war and warfare and things. And the funny thing, though, is that a lot of us don't actually realize that we're at war. We think that we're at peace. We're in a time of peace. We're in a place of peace. We can be peaceful. And and in actuality, you're 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 
you're asleep. You've been fooled. You've been duped. You're, we're at war. I mean, every, you know, there's a war going on in the spirit. There's a war between God and the devil. And likewise, in the flesh, there's a war between the people of God and the people of the devil. That's that's it. That's the clear line of demarcation. The line of demarcation, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, is is the is the line is the line that separates who's control from the other's control, or one one group's control from another, one party from another. Okay, and so and so and the thing about war and warfare is that as long as neither side gives up, the war is actually never over. That's why some things will always be at odds. The Democrats and Republicans will all, always be at odds. The, the, you know, the Crips and the Bloods. And, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of things. There's people who are always going to be at odds. And, and, and this is worldwide. This is not just a, a United States thing. And, and I don't mean to pick on the, the, the Crips and the Bloods. I know I mentioned them a lot, but you got, you got a lot of different people who are always, at odds and there and, and unless there's an agreement to not be at odds anymore or to or to to agree and come together that that warfare is always going to be there there's never going to be a detente there's or, or there may be a detente where where we're just not fighting but we're not at peace you know but but peace comes from agreement i agree with you we're in line we're together we're walking in the same direction you know, the scripture says that two cannot walk together except they be agreed. So agreement is very, very important. And who you agree with, either by word or deed, is is, is basically where you stand. Now, and again, you know, I, I, I say this quite a bit, but I just want you to know I'm building a groundwork before I actually get to the point, I heard a, a, a preacher preach this once. He said, I got to give you a sermon before the sermon. And he was right, man. That guy, I can't even remember his name, but uh, powerful man of God. But and so what I'm what I'm doing right now is just I'm just kind of laying the groundwork for you to understand where I'm getting ready to go to. And so you have you have peace, you have war, you have different sides, you have battles. A war is made up of battles, lots of little battles. Today's battle, tomorrow's battle, the day after that's battle, and you're going to fight these different battles, and the war's not over until someone has a decisive victory. So all the battles have to add up. You're stacking battles, you're stacking wins. It's just like a in a in, in a sport. You have a team. You have you play the the season to determine who makes the playoffs. And so what you're trying to do is get the most wins and the fewest losses during the season to determine who goes into the playoffs. All right. Well, each one of those those games, whether you won or lost, that's a small battle. That's a small battle adding up to, you know, then the people who are the best during the season. Now they face each other in a, in a higher level of competition. Now you're in the playoffs and the playoffs, especially like you look at the NBA playoffs or in college, you got March Madness. You know, this is, you know, everybody's going all out every day and no matter what's going on you you're giving everything you got and you know you play a little dirtier you play a little harder you you run a little faster you do everything to the best that you can and you give it all you got and and it's just a series of of higher level battles so once you get into the playoffs it's that much more serious because at the end of the playoffs or 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 once you once you if you win a series or you lose a series you're out and then and then you know and so what happens is the competition level just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. It just keeps getting ratcheted up until there's only two teams left. And then you, you start to, again, you play a series of battles that lead up to someone getting the championship. There's never a shared championship. The game is not organized. So there's an even number of games. So there's only an odd number of games so that, so that there's no way that you could share a championship. It's going to have to be, uh, one team is going to win one more game than the other. That's going to decide everything, and that is going to say who won the war in, in, for that season, okay? And so, and so the point that I want you to understand is that you have these little battles, you have different sides, and, and, there's, and, 
And there's a lot of groups that are that are that are not really together, but they may look like they are. And and there's things I, I'm just want to I want to I'm trying to give you this so that I can tell you from from the Lord's perspective, because that's what what matters. What matters is is what God has to say about something. So that way you can determine which way you go. OK. All right. So. So in this life, you start out, especially as a believer, you start out as a babe in Christ. You know, you're just starting to learn the things of God. And it's a time. It's not that hard. It's, it's a time of freedom. You you might just got rid of some sin and things of guilt and, and oppression, things that were been holding on to your whole life. And 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 you just feel clean and good. OK. And so God gives you that time. It's like a little honeymoon period. And it's just like when he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. He sent them the way through the desert because and it took them 40 years. But but in actuality, it was only like an 11 day walk to get to where he was taking them. They could have been there in less than two weeks. But if they had gone straight in. They would have immediately faced war. And he said in the scripture, he said, you know, he didn't send them that way. Because he knew if they immediately faced war, they'd turn back. And so God, what he does is he gives you a time as a believer of freedom and getting to know him and whatnot. It's like a little honeymoon period where he, where he, where he uh, isolates you a little bit and, 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 and whatnot, and you get to know him. And he wants to develop a relationship with you. And in that time, the warfare may not, may not be that high. And now some people come out of spiritual stuff witchcraft and, and all kinds of things like that and they know what the battle is up front they, they 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 come into it knowing about the battle because they were on the other side okay and 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 so they've already set up a bed for themselves where they're going to be at war regardless and so that's that's a different type of person but for the, for most people you come in you're just a little naive and as and as the pressures and time go on, next thing you know, then the battles start to show up and the battles keep getting higher and higher and higher. So the next thing you know, you're in the playoffs. Okay. So these things are serious. They're they're not they're not designed to um just be a, a mental thought exercise. These these are choices that are going to determine your eternity. Okay. And so the enemy is always at war uh with you. It's just the level of war going on against you is determined by God. God determines how much he'll let the enemy come at you. If you read the story of Job, you'll notice that the first thing he did was he hit Job's family. And then he hit Job in his body. And then uh, he had some friends show up to start talking, talking to Job, you know, to, to hurt his faith. And so, and so these are different levels of warfare. And so what you have to understand is that the enemy is not at war. I'm sorry, the enemy's not at peace and God is not at peace. So you can't be at peace. All right. So I'm, you know, okay. So I've given you some theory. I've talked about some things. All right. Let me, let me show you real time. So earlier, a few, yesterday or a couple of days ago, I can't remember when I came across an article about Wendy Williams. Now, if you know, if you're familiar with popular people and, in the media and whatnot, Wendy Williams, uh, uh, and I, I'm not a, I'm not authoritative on her history or whatnot. So, so you know, I'm just kind of extrapolating. But from what I understand, she used to be like a radio DJ in like New York or whatever, and she just kept climbing the ranks until she finally got her own TV show, and and a daytime TV show, and she was doing well. She had a huge following, and and everything was going great for Wendy. But then just yesterday, it was either yesterday or the day before, I saw an article talking about how, you know, the fall of Wendy Williams, you know, she lost her show, uh, all of her social media, all her media stuff was taken down. Next thing you know, she's going to court. She may be getting a, um, a um, you know, that, that overseer over her life like, like Britney Spears had. And what happened? What happened with Wendy Williams, where she went from being the darling of a TV to where she's at right now? Okay. 
Now, and and I'm going to juxtapose her with someone I know very little of, uh, a man named Billy Porter. Okay, Billy Porter. Uh, if anybody is familiar with him, he's a black man. He's, um, you know, he's gay, and um, and he is very famous. You know, he's a, he's a he's a singer, dancer, um, um, actor. I think I, I don't know, but but he's famous for his appearance on the on the red carpet or what he wears. He's he's very um, flamboyant and 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 what they say you know trend setting and and stuff like that okay and now billy porter just got an award a couple days ago and you know and he's a favorite one for them to quote and put out front and 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 you know because his his brown boundary breaking you know he's he he, he a lot of times wear things as both men and women's clothes put together and and things like that and 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 you know you know, I mean, and, and he's applauded, you know, and that's, that's, he's fine. Okay. Now, not that long ago, I can't remember if it was last year or when it was, but, but Wendy Williams did something that I think is what actually caused her to lose her show and for her life to be turned upside down. She actually drew a line. She drew a line between the gay men and actual women, between men who want to look like women and dress like women and actual women. And she said in her uh, show there was something that was a it was a woman's week or something that they were that that they were it was a national day for women or something. It was something for women. And she made a point that a lot of the gay men who were jumping onto that, that they were not actually women, that they that they couldn't they couldn't take a day that wasn't theirs. I mean, they didn't have. And she made the point that they didn't have to go through a menstrual cycle once a month and and deal with all the things that 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 actual women have to deal with. And then she topped it off when she called him sir, and she said sir. Okay. And all you have to do now is just look at the track of what happened to Wendy Williams' career after she drew that line. After she said that there's a line that's being crossed here, that there are actual women and actual men, at that point, now she became an enemy of the people who want to say that there is no line. She became an enemy of the ones who had loved her up to that point. See, as long as you keep your mouth shut, certain people will love you. But the one thing that they want to do is take away your testimony. I remember watching a Dave Chappelle show uh, recently, and he was talking about uh, how, you know, um, you know, they, they want you to participate. You, we, they want to take from you the ability to disagree that there's something wrong with their lifestyle. There's something wrong with that. Now, I just want to say, and I've said this a number of times, and I want you to hear me, that God has given everyone the ability to choose. You've got the right to choose to do whatever you want. Some things, though, bring consequences. There's consequences to every choice, every every decision where you have to decide between two things, you're going to have to get one and let go of the other one. There's always going to be a consequence that is paid. There's, you're going to lose something. Okay. Now, some of the choices that we make in this life are just choices. They're they're, they're you know mayonnaise versus no mayonnaise. You know mustard versus no mustard. It's, it's it's things that don't mean anything. But then when you have certain lines that are drawn that God has drawn where there is a line there's a there's a moral code that he's put in place in the earth and he said if you violate these then i'm going to judge you for it okay and so and so you have a right to choose whatever you want you can be a pedophile whatever you want now there's laws there's laws in the earth now at least you know saying that that's illegal but 
we'll have to see if those stay on the books. But the but the point that I'm making is you may come up against an earthly law. And earthly laws, you know, are are you know carry an earthly penalty. How much more so if you come up against a spiritual law? Okay. That when you come up against a spiritual law, there's a spiritual penalty. And so my job is not to tell you, hey, you don't have a right to make that decision. My job is just make sure that you know, that I know that you know, that you know, that you know, that God has spoken to you and told you, look, if you decide to go this way, I'm going to judge this. Okay. Now, I want you to also know, just as a sidebar, last week I spoke about the making of a disciple. One of the things that God has shown me is that the process that he takes you through of hardening you out alone, that alone process, is part of what gives you the ability to stand and, and be able to see the lines and stay on the side, on God's side of the line. Okay, that's if you're going through trouble, it's, it's making you, it's hardening you to the point that you can withstand the pressure to, to quit or to, or to change direction or to not speak the truth or whatnot. Okay. So now, so here, Wendy Williams draws the line and within a short period of time, she loses all of her stuff, her show's gone and whatnot. But anybody who does the opposite in Hollywood, as long as you keep coming out, people keep coming out, they're gay, they're whatever, you know, they keep going ascending higher and higher and higher. But what they but what they do not want in that uh, in that place is people who actually, you know, stand for truth. You know, if 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 you are in that field, you're going to compromise. If, 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 if depending on how high you want to go, it's just part of it. Okay. You're not going to be able to say that you're on God's side and you're doing some of the stuff that they've got you up there doing. Okay. So, so I just want to draw this line. Also, I just want to tell you, so back to the Billy Porter, not just Billy Porter. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Bruce Jenner changed his name to Caitlin. One of the things that you notice about the, the the homosexual community is they're supposed to be very fashionable. They're supposed to be high conscious, high sense in fashion, you know, the highest levels. They're, they're, they're the ones who have the ability to tell you what looks good and, and not. They're the authorities on this. Except when it's them. Except when it's them. I can tell you unequivocally. I don't care what man you are. I don't care. I don't care how pretty you think you are. No man looks as good in a dress as a woman. I don't care who you are. Let alone these people who don't actually look good in what they're wearing. You That does not look good. Except in that community of people in this isolated place where, where everybody wants to say that you look good. It does not look good. No man in a dress looks as good as a woman in a dress, period. Can't hold a candle to him. Not in the eyes of a real man. Yeah, that, that's, that's the kick. That's the that's the that's the, the caveat. There's no real man. I don't care how good the transvestite look. It's going to say that the ugliest woman does not look better than that man. You can you can dye your hair. You can get all the surgeries you want. You can get uh, uh, your your sex change. You can get everything you want done to you. But to a real man, I don't care, um, you know how ugly the woman is. Your manufactured appearance is not going to equate you to someone with a real vagina. It just it just don't they don't go together. A real man has no problem telling you. You're a man. Okay. See, that's a battle line. Now, but what has to happen for that to not be a battle line? There's something has to happen in the mind or the heart of a man for that to not be just so clear. Want to know what it is? He's gay. 
If you think that a transvestite is a woman, you're gay. If you like men and women and you're a man, you're gay. Own it. Do you know that that's what the gay community will tell you? They'll tell you you're gay. They don't want you to say it's your bi. They want you to say you're gay because they're gonna, they have a battle line. They want you to be on their side and they're not gonna tell you that you're, that you're just a straight man, you just like men too. No, they're gonna tell you you're gay. And they're very aggressive about that. They're very aggressive about that. They don't play with the lines with that stuff. They're serious about it. They, they want you to know, they want you to stand on the side or with them. They want you to come out of the closet. They don't want you to hide. They want you to tell everybody that you're with them because they want you on their side of the battle line. And so I just wanna tell you that if you have a problem with distinguishing between you know, the, your attraction to a man or a woman, you're probably gay, okay? And if that's the case, there's some spirits there. You need deliverance. There's some spirits in there. There's sirens that get into people, you know? A lot of people don't want to talk about this stuff, but demons and, 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 and sirens are real. That's real, okay? Uh, and the only way you can get deliverance from them is through Jesus, all right? Now, and again, you know, there's still people. They still had the right to do that. They had the right to choose and all that other stuff. But that does not mean God's not going to judge you. He is. He's going to judge it. And that does not mean it's right. You have a right to choose it but I don't have to agree because I'm going to stand on God's side. God said it's not right, so it's not right. Now, does that mean that I think that you don't have any value or any other stuff? No, but that's my opinion is irrelevant to you. My opinion is relevant to me and between me and God. See, that's the that's the battle line I have to draw is I, I have to be in line with what the word of God says and what his spirit says, what he says, what he puts in the heart. Okay, so I got to stand on the side where God is and be a witness to the truth of the word of God. And so it's not right. It's not good. It's not holy. It's not wholesome. But you do have a right to do it. You do have a right to make that choice. And that is up to you. Okay. But just understand that one day you're going to have to face God and answer to him about it. Okay. And so what I suggest you do is while you still got a chance on this side is that you repent. Because there, you can repent of that. You can come out of that. I don't care what anybody says. The word of God says that, that as some of you were like that and you came out of that. Okay. And so, and so if the word of God says that, that some people were like that and they came out of it, then you can come out of that. You can repent and you can come out of that. So I just want you to know that, that I'm standing with the word of God and the word of God is true. He's shown me too much. I've seen too much. I've got prophecies up there that have come to pass that, I'm, you know, this is not something that is not, um, easily to figure easy to figure out it's it's easy to figure out either you're confused and you don't have all the information or you willing willing willfully choose to go in the direction you're going period it's a choice you're not born that way you may have been born with some issues or whatnot that's not that so is everybody but at that point you you choose it's a choice that's what the word of god says okay so All right, so let's talk about some more battle lines. Excuse me. All right, so you have um, you have gay men and you have women. And a lot of times they make you think, or the, the, the gay community, they get along, they jump into the women's things. They want you to think that they're on the side of women and whatnot. But in actuality, they're competition for women. They're competing for your for the boys, for the men. They're not, they're not at peace with you. You're competition. Likewise, you have lesbian women and men they're not at peace with you she might look like a dude she might dress like a dude might act like a dude but she's not at peace with you she's competing for the same women okay and so here's a battle line 
they may look like a man, dress like a man, but they don't, they don't, you know, they hate men. Lesbians hate men. Gay men hate women. And they are, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a saying, there's a saying, um, in the earth, it's a, it's a, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's why they are great in their community together because the gay men aren't trying to get the women and the, and the gay women aren't trying to get the men. They're at peace. They're both on the same side. And, 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 and so the only choice that they got is, is to be together because they are together. They are together in their separateness. Okay, and if you look at the way society's going, if if the rate of people being confused in this way, uh, you know, gets to its zenith, and let's say everybody becomes gay, all gay women, all gay men, the only time people are going to come together uh, is 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 to, to turn women into breeders. You know, and that's sad. That's sad because the whole connection between a man and a woman being united is being eroded as we speak. You know, I, I, I look and I listen and I'm seeing so much warfare, so much gender warfare. Do you know where the gender warfare came from? God showed me this recently. God showed me this recently when I was going through Genesis chapter three. The gender war started right there in the garden. That's why the devil came to Eve. He came to Eve to give her the opportunity to be over Adam. And then when she took that 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 uh, fruit and she knew something was different after she ate it, then she gave it to her husband. And him being a dummy, he just took it. And next thing you know, everything's changed. But he didn't come at Adam with a direct attack. He came at him through Eve. I'm going to tell you something, ladies. And you may not like what I'm going to say, but again, I told you I was not going to make any friends today. Um, you have to understand that it's a natural part of the DNA between men and women for women to want to, to, to not need men. It's just it's just something that that that's this whole thing that women are buying into this feminist agenda. The feminist agenda is not a wholesome agenda. It's not, you know, now I, I'm not going to say that women don't have trouble in this world and there's not things, injustices and things women don't deal with, but there's also a lot of things that women get that men don't. You get an easier way out on almost everything, except for the raising the kids and childbirth and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, uh, you look at, I saw someone talking about this earlier in the week, you know, when you had all these men sitting there in, in Ukraine having to stay there and fight, and they outlawed the men, you can't even leave. But they were making ways, you know, trains, trains, making trains and all kind of other transportation available for the women and the children to get out. Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong. That's the way it's supposed to be, because this, that's what, when you get to an actual war and an actual war zone, then all these gender lines become very clear again when it's life and death all of a sudden you know all this stuff about you know uh uh when the equal rights and all this stuff goes out the window when someone has to die okay we need to get away from this confusion you know there's there's a you know there's an inside outside battle that was supposed to be fought the man goes out fights the war to secure the territory the woman occupies and takes and, and maintains it you know, and, and while he's out, you know, doing what he's got to do, she's there making sure everything's running right and that the kids grow up straight. I mean, that's the, that's the inside outside battle. You can't be in two places at one time. You can't expect the man to be out there doing what he's supposed to be doing and back in the house washing dishes and, and raising the kids and all that other stuff. And who's going to fight the war? You know, this stuff is, uh, you know, it's getting off the chain and, and, and it's, and it's, in this battle line that's being fought in homes, in the order of headship in homes. You got a lot of women who are very strong, married to a weak man. You got some men who are who are strong, married to a strong woman. And then you got some men who are strong, married to a weak woman. 
and, and, and all of these things cause conflict if people don't understand that there's roles and places that they're supposed to be in and, that, and there's boundaries and, and, and things that you're supposed to operate in. And instead of esteeming one another, now we're we're fighting these battles to who's stronger, who's who's smarter, and and now you got this movement of simps versus versus pimps. You got you got uh, you got you got these women, um, you know, who are, who, are, who are trying to stack up, you know, what they call body counts and all this stuff. I mean, everybody is 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 messed up. We've gotten away from what is right. We've gotten away from what is good. We've gotten away from what is holy. Now, when you once you take the 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 Ten Commandments, let's say, once you get rid of that, you're going to have war because nobody wants to submit to not getting their way. Everybody wants to have their way. I want twenty women. I want twenty men. I want this. I want that. You know, and 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 then the whole thing it's just it's just run off the rails it's like a car you know with the wheels falling off going down a cliff you don't need that what you want is a car that's that's got the ability to handle the the, the you know the turns and and brakes and all this other stuff you want your life to be in order but what happens is once you get rid of god being the head of your life you're going to have disorder and these battle lines that were not battle lines are going to pop up your next thing you know you're going to have to see uh, uh, division and strife in every direction of your life. And it's only going to get worse. This stuff is only getting worse. We have to come back to the word of God. You want to get the battle lines clear in your life. You want to get more order in your life. You want to get things moving more fluid. Get in line with what the word of God says. And anybody or anything that doesn't align themselves with that, just go and let them go. You will find peace in that. God will make sure that 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 the lines get, become more and more clear and your decisions become more and more clear and the stability of those decisions become more and more um, powerful because you, you'll start to accelerate. One of the things that, that, we, that we do to cause ourselves to decelerate is when you're, when you're distracted. Distraction is another attack of the enemy. Okay. And so the, the, the real battle line, the ultimate battle line is, are you going to be on God's side or are you going to be on the world side? Now, some people think that we can just get along, but that's not what God has told uh, believers to do. He's told us to stand with him and speak the truth, regardless of whether anybody believes it or accepts it. He said, don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity towards God? That means friendship, being a friend of the world means you become an enemy of God. The world is dying. The world is dying. People are dying every single day. You're not going to change that. And, and as you, when you leave this body, you're going to be quantified. Everyone's going to be quantified. And what you're going to be quantified on is what you did when you were still in the body, when you're still on the side of the dying here. Did you stand with God or did you fall and, and go with the world? That's a battle line. Did you say God was right or the world was right? Battle line. Did you say that something that God said is sin is not sin? battle line do you stand with believers who speak the truth saying what god said or do you stand with those criticizing them battle line they're everywhere how do you live how do you run your finances how do you treat people all these things are tests they're, they're little battles little battles uh, when you look at the ten commandments the first half of the ten commandments is between you and God, your relationship to God. It's a vertical relationship. The second half of the Ten Commandments is horizontal. Now, the reason that that second half is in there is because it's easy to pretend you got a vertical relationship, but you want to know when you see that vertical relationship is how you treat other people. It's that horizontal. Your horizontal deal, that reveals whether or not you actually have a vertical relationship or not. 
All these things here, battle lines. There's a battle line in your life right now. There's a bunch of them. They're going to be in your home. They're going to be on your job. They're going to be in the places and things that you do for recreation, your aspirations, your dreams, all these things, battle lines and every last one of them, what you accept for entertainment, whatever, everything, battle lines everywhere. And so the point that I'm making to you today is God wants you to know that, that not only are there battle lines, and their spiritual consequences, but you may face an earthly consequence. I just mentioned the story of Wendy Williams. I'm telling you, that's my opinion. I think that's what happened when she started coming out and made a few statements about the, the gay community versus women. I, that, that right there. Now, uh, wait a minute. Shouldn't aren't women as, as, as prioritized a group? Don't we have a lot of things, rights for women, things that are being fought for? Women's in the in the in the whole space of, of being uh, a, a demographic. Can't she say that no, y'all don't have periods? Why is it that all of a sudden these people who can who are who are, who are a genderless group, you know, they they, they they fit all different both genders, so that doesn't make them a minority. But the fact that they choose to to not align with what they were born with that all of a sudden makes them a minority that trumps someone who's actually born a woman i mean that that doesn't make sense she couldn't say that but now all of a sudden look at her career what happened to wendy williams she's not the only one i'm just making this point you know why is it that the people you look at uh um you look at what's his name uh bruce jenner change his name and all this other stuff, he continues to ascend. He's, he's accepted everywhere. Nobody, you know, but why is it someone who's a natural woman, a black woman who's a, an actual minority, if you want to give her two minority statuses, one, she's black, and the next thing she's a woman. Why is it that, that she can't say, say, say that someone who's in another demographic is not a woman? because they don't want you to do that. And the way this stuff is going down and, and the way this society is going, the, the, the crazier you are, the more out there you are, the more, the, the less, the less um, controlled by, by self-control, meaning, meaning you know, the things that God designed in the earth, the more you're accepted. And it's being taught and programmed all the way down to the children we're in a battle we're in a war for the next generation we're in a war for the current generation you're in a war for yourself and soon it's going to be you know the way things are going you're not going to be able to say what i'm saying not without legal consequences you know you have to understand that that this stuff is going to ramp up god has already talked about it and you see it. It's coming down now where you can't even say or disagree with, with, with different agendas without all of a sudden suffering a backlash, cancel culture, and all these other things. You know, it's 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 it and then you have on the far extreme people who take things way too far. You know, and so it's it's battle lines everywhere. And and the real question is you. What do you say? What do you say? There, and and Jesus uh, was speaking to the disciples. And again, last week, making of a disciple. He was alone with the disciples and he asked them. He said, who do men say that I am? And some said, some say John the Baptist. And then others said, some say a good teacher. Some say a prophet. And he said, who do you say that I am? And that's when Peter piped up and he said, you are the Mashiach. Translated, we say Christ. The son of the living God. God in the flesh. That's what that means. And Jesus said to him, 
He said, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. That's another, you know, other name for Peter. For flesh and blood has not, has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I want to tell you, this is the, the, the key to everything. You will be confused if God isn't talking to you. The only way that you can know and accept who Jesus is, is if God is talking to you. The only way that you can accept and believe the word of God and order your life according to it is if God is talking to you. And if God is not talking to you, you are in a world of trouble. There are some people who hear this, who God used to talk to, but he don't talk no more. Now, that could be for one of the two two things. Either you're going through testing, which I talked about last week in the making of a disciple, or you've been rejected. And if you've been rejected, that's a whole other world of hurt because you can't come back from that. And there are many who hear the word of God and they exhaust the patience of someone who is inexhaustible. How can you exhaust the patience of someone who is everlasting, who is inexhaustible? How can you do that? Because some people push anyone past their limit. Some people just are so hard-headed that not even God can get through to them. People who knew God, heard the voice of God, used to walk with God, turned away from him. And they become rejected. You know, now there's this false doctrine that another battle line I'm going to draw right now. There's this false doctrine that says once saved, always saved. But Jesus said, if you deny me before my father who's in heaven, I'm sorry. He said, if you deny me before men, horizontal, I'll deny you before my father who's in heaven, vertical. So he was talking to the disciples. He said, if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my father who's in heaven. So what that means is, you can change your confession. You can say, I don't believe. You can say, I don't follow him anymore. And you just volunteered your way right back out. And I've talked about this. I've talked about this in some of the other messages because it's very important. It's easier than, than choosing to not be a Navy SEAL. The failing out is something that's got an extremely high failure rate. It's easier than that. It's just, you have all you have to do is say it. You don't have to get up. You don't have to go walk across the sand. You don't have to reach up and grab this thing. You don't have to ring it. All you got to do is just where you're at, just, just say it. Let it come out of your mouth just one time. That's the dumbest thing that you could ever do as a believer. I just want to let you know that is the stupidest thing. Stupid. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do is change your confession. Now, uh, I apologize. That may seem like I was making fun of somebody who's disabled or something. I'm not, you know, um, so I may edit that. But anyway, the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. There are battle lines. Whose side do you stand on? Whose side are you on? Are you on the side of God? Or are you on the side of the world? If you're on the side of God, it's very clear. Things become very clear real quick. If you're on the side of the world, Confusion is your home because you're going to have more and more and more of it. And the bottom line is, 
it all comes down to what you choose. Only you can eat your ice cream. And only you can push it back out the other end. That's that's something only you can do. This this a lot of this life is just like that. Someone I can come and tell you something, someone else can come and tell you something, but if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. And whatever you choose to do is what you're gonna be judged for. Whatever you choose to not do, that's what you're gonna be judged for. It's gonna come down to you. No one can do this for you. Either you're going to make the choice to follow God or you're going to turn away from God, one or the other, and that's the way he looks at it, and so that's the way it is. In any case, so I'm, I'm at the end of my time today, but I just want you to know if you're listening to this message and you have not made the choice or decision to stand on the side of God, I want you to, if, if what I'm saying to you is resonating with you in your spirit and you don't want to suffer the judgment of God when you leave this body, I encourage you to pray this prayer after me. Jesus, make yourself known to me. I repent of my sin. Help me find you. Come into my heart. Change me. Make me new. I, I repent of my sin and wickedness before you. I turn away from anything and everything that you hate right now. Help me. Come find me where I'm at. Get me out of where I'm at and bring me into, into you into a relationship with you, into fellowship with you, into life with you forevermore. And then never change your confession. So you say that and you say amen, and then don't ever change your confession. Don't ever turn back and say the opposite. That will be the test. That will be the final battle, the final straw. Is do you change your confession? So that's um, Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne for this Saturday here. And um, again, thank you for uh, joining me, those who are here. Um, and I pray this message speaks to you and that God speaks to you personally. Okay, see you next, uh, we'll see you Monday for Just Cruise with Apostle Dwayne. Thank you again for tuning into Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode. And don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again next week.